0: Welcome, Encourgables, to our first 2024 content. <laughs> 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 so happy belated new year to everybody listening. And, uh, well, we're, we're not quite ready for campaign two, but we're going to be playing this one shot. Uh, another Goodman Games module is clearly as a show where we seem to be pretty fond of them. <laughs> yeah. we, we play a lot of them. <laughs> but I will be running Horror in Blackwood Forest. Uh, by Jason Vay, it is a seventh level adventure. So why don't we start with some character introductions? Atlanta, uh, go first.
1: I am playing Ravina Emberheart. She is a Tiefling ranger. She is chaotic. She's a, just a Tiefling with a bow. I think she uses her tail to help her with the with aim. So she's really good.
2: That makes absolute sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Going with it
1: little counterbalance.
0: I see. Can't wait to see that action.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bill.
0: Bill, who are you playing?
3: I am playing Grundle Softbottom. Grundle is a forest gnome. Forest gnome wizard, level 7, as all of us. Um, Grundle's not exactly a uh, damage dealer, but more into illusion, conjuration, a little bit of enchantment. He's an uh, entertainer. Sort of Grundle likes to entertain. Even the toughest crowds, Grundle can crack, for sure. <laughs> 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 it should be interesting. <laughs> I also convinced Leland to let me not take the, I think it was uh, an uncommon and a rare magic item, but I convinced Leland to let me trade those two in for a legendary item. And boy, oh boy, oh my. is it legendary.
2: Is it legendary?
3: That's right. Well, I, uh, let's leave the Lister in suspense until
0: you finally whip it out and use it.
3: Suspense is, <laughs> is part of the show, Leland. Um, Grendel's, Grendel's used to this.
0: I do find that uh,
3: it, it's most exciting when
0: you never know when it's going to get whipped out. Uh, Emily, who are you playing?
2: I'm playing Dandelion. She is a high elf druid. She's very tall. She's uh, like 6'2". Golden hair, golden skin, golden eyes, um, and somewhat little bit maybe haughty a little snooty like she thinks she's better than you
1: (laughs) i'm six foot three i didn't say that but now i'm now i think of it (laughs) 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 well dandelion will walk on tiptoes around
2: you so she can be taller (laughs) okay
3: (laughs) yeah gonna be hard to look down your nose at her
4: (laughs) (laughs) and john I'm playing Malik Grimm, a six foot five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, let's go.
4: Shotter Kai elf, sort of a, a dark type of guy. He's a ranger, seventh level, uh, a monster hunter. So, you know, sort of think the old uh, dark in the woods, you know, sneaking around. He's going to be all bow, he's longbow all the way.
1: So am I. <laughs> I didn't realize we were both rangers. Right. Yeah, I didn't either.
4: <laughs> so we got some good ranged attacks. You guys need to get right up there in the, in the front and be the tanks, Yeah, wizard. Right? was. Yes. An- <laughs> um, uh- well, you're all glowy gold, well. so you ought to be able to pull aggro. Yeah, yeah, you're, you, this is going to be interesting.
1: This is going to be interesting, yeah.
0: Well, that is fitting that uh, we now have two rangers. As the four of you do not know each other, you are meeting for the first time as our adventure begins. The horizon seems to be ablaze with with red and orange light from the slowly rising sun. And you've each gathered now aboard the drowning swallow, prompted by an urgent letter mysteriously appearing on each of your persons only a few hours ago. And those that may have been sleeping when this happened, you would have been awoken by a soft pop as this letter uh, appears in, in your pocket or in your in your bag. And it reads, Greetings, fabled adventurer. I write to you in grave need and offering high reward for the task at hand. Enclosed is proof of payment for safe passage to my beloved home city, Galham. It has been overrun by lawlessness and thuggery. Our once cozy establishment, the Fog and Horn Inn, has become a den of deplorable actions and despicable patrons. I beseech you, come to Galham and help me clean up this city that I love so much. Financial compensation will not be a problem. I may be a simple merchant, but I'm a man of great means. I hope the method in which this letter has found its way to you speaks to that truth. I will be waiting at the docks for your arrival. Yours in gratitude, Helfam G. Lolgung. And being uh, as uh, early morning as it is, it seems that you four are the only passengers uh, boarding the, the drowning swallow. And the captain kind of greets you as uh, you know you board up the walk up the gangplank He introduces himself my name's Milton Dan and you just kind of you know check your your passage voucher basically and you each know that this I mean the city of Golhem like you you've heard of the city right so you, the city isn't unfamiliar to you, especially living around the area that you do. you know that Golhem itself is basically like the, the in-between port between the two, two major ports of uh, uh, to move goods up and down, kind of this passage uh, in, of, in which it, it resides on. And the city itself really ha- is kind of blocked off mostly uh, via land by, by a huge forest that surrounds it on three sides. So boarding a boat to get to Gulhamn, is the the fastest and uh, most common way to get to this particular city.
1: Would we know how long the boat ride's gonna be?
0: Uh, you'll be there with like midday, like it's only a few hours.
4: And we're all getting on the ship here at the same time? Yes. Well met.
1: That's a nice longbow. Wow, look at that craftsmanship.
4: I like your longbow too. Thanks. Thank
1: you. I've been working on my tail action. I, like, grab it off my back with my tail only.
4: Can can one hang from a tail? Say, from a tree.
1: She isn't a monkey. It's very rude of
2: you.
4: Oh. Greetings, shiny one.
1: It's fine. Wow, you're short. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> and she looks down her nose up at you. <laughs> and my And my horns go really high up, so I'm like... I measure from the top of my horns with my hand. Oh, just saying, you're... Quite a short, high elf?
3: You know, she might be short, but I think she has lots of interesting secrets.
1: Where's that voice coming from?
3: I walk up and reach behind her ear and.
1: Can you reach? Pull
3: pull a flower (laughs) from underneath this.
2: How did you manage to reach my ear? (laughs) From your height?
1: I looked down at you. (laughs) I'm like
3: four foot tall.
1: Child, please. My name's Ravina. You must be I look I look around. Uh, I'll, I'll be nice. Uh, I'm Ravina.
3: I am Grundle Softbottom. It's a pleasure to meet you all.
1: Oh. Do you have a soft bottom?
3: You know, I uh, I'm nothing if not soft in the derrière. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Grundle is a fitting name for such a small man.
3: You know. Sizes and everything. I I try to reach up to your ear as well and and very obviously flourish a coin out from underneath my sleeve even though I can't reach your ear. Found found this uh, hiding on you. I try to give it to her.
1: Did you guys get the letter too then?
3: So you you don't want this coin?
1: I don't need (laughs) your coin. What is
2: your name? Looking at John's character.
4: Uh, I am Malik. I am... Traveling on this ship to the city of Golem, I assume you are all with me?
2: I am not with you, but I am traveling on this ship.
4: I pull the envelope out a little bit and sort of show that the, I have the letter in my pocket. Uh, not telling what it is, but.
3: You also were subject to a fantastic magical trick that I have yet to figure out the inner workings of. Just uh, Just appeared
4: inside my pocket. Yes. Money is no object, was the important line.
3: With a with a, a sound as well. It was not just simply a, a teleportation spell of, of some sort. There was, there was, it made a noise too. It Calm down,
1: little man. Yes.
3: A pop. Yes, exactly. Take some talent to do both.
2: It woke me from my beauty sleep. I didn't appreciate it.
3: I look, I look to Ravina and Malik. This one's a bit of a tough crowd, eh?
1: Mm-hmm. Elf, what, what is your name? You will not address me as Elf. Well, you you are an Elf, I'm just tr- I didn't know your name. That's very rude of you, I can't believe you. If you call me Tiefling, I'm not offended. What was your name again? Ravina. My name is Dandelion. You will use that, and not Elf. Yes, now that I know your name, I will call you Dandelion. Malik, is it that offensive to be called elf?
4: I pay no mind to most things. Call me what you will.
1: Pay no mind to your
2: bodily functions either. Oh, my. I I put my hand over my nose. I
4: I sort of look confused, like, uh, "Mm, I don't believe that was me. I look down at
3: it's uh, probably
1: this little illusionist down here.
3: Some of my ingredients and, and uh, components of, of my magics do, do let off a bit of an odor, I will admit.
2: I'll take a step away from him.
3: I reach into my pocket and pull out a small handful of dust and throw it at the ground and it emits just like a tiny little poof.
2: <laughs> and what was <laughs> the
1: point of that? <laughs> why, why did you do that? It's a trick. Empty the lint over the side of the boat. Yeah, what she said, what the tiefling said. Exactly, I am a tiefling. I'm not offended by this.
0: Grendel, as immediately after you, you see like there's like a, a deckhand, like a swabber on the, a deck swabber, it immediately comes over and starts to swab up the dust from your your poof. <laughs> and <laughs> as the four of you are kind of like introducing each other, very <laughs> very sternly, I would say, um, like the whole time. I guess that's you, how we're gonna be. You're not. You're obviously you're not. You're the only passengers here, but there's still a full crew, and they are. Just finishing up loading what looks like boxes, cargo uh, into into the hold of the ship, and you know the gangplank gets gets raised up and the bowline's kind of thrown off and getting ready to to set sail. And Captain Dan has been kind of listening but barking out orders, you know, to the crew um, as as he was.
1: It's not Lieutenant Dan.
0: It's not Lieutenant Dan. It's Captain Dan. <laughs> <laughs> he does have his legs.
2: Was he demoted? <laughs> Is that, a demo, is that
1: lower, Is that Correct. Uh, this is hide, before hide war.
0: the war. This is before. the
1: war. Ah, ah. <laughs> this is pre-World War Two. <laughs> Wait, Vietnam.
0: <laughs> but he 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 kind of <laughs> calls out for his, his his first mate, and then turns back to the four of you. First mate, we'll take you down to to the passenger area. Kind of coming up from below deck, you see. There's a, a very well muscled man, clean shaven, short cut, orange hair, and he comes up. Gives you a wave with a, f- a full five fingered hand. Hey, uh, I'm uh, first mate, chum. Come on on the uh, blue deck here, I'll show you. To the passenger area.
1: A full hand of fingers.
2: Hello.
4: Well met, chum. Nice wave.
2: Hello, chum.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, come on. <laughs> I had to
0: Again? Know. I to
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> He's not into shiny happy people.
2: <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I follow without saying anything. You <laughs> kinda, yeah, he
0: kind of you, weighs you down. And he takes you into the hole. There's a couple of levels to this ship. Pass a bunch of crew quarters and cabins. And takes you down into the cargo hold. And it's clear that a section of the, the hold. So this, the Drowning Swallow is a galley-sized ship. It's 130 feet long. 25 feet wide at its uh, widest Uh, it's quite a sizable ship this type of ship is uh again it's used for running cargo and passengers it's not like a type of warship or anything like that on the top deck you didn't see any signs of like mounted weaponry like uh ballista or, or anything like that it uh doesn't even seem like the crew themselves are armed like nobody's they don't nobody's carrying a weapon of any kind
2: so we're about to get attacked is what you're saying (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, no, no. We're
1: on a water taxi.
0: That's <laughs> essentially right, what it right. is. This is like cargo We're in a ship.
1: semi-truck, yes. But
0: a section of this of the cargo hold is about a 35 by 20 feet. Uh, by the time you get down, you know the, the hole kind of narrows closer to the bottom of the ship. About a 35 foot by 20 feet wide area. It's kind of been retrofitted to accommodate passengers. And First Mate Chum will lead you to this empty lounge, essentially. It's been furnished with uh, cushioned benches that kind of run the length of of sizable communal table, like in the center of this space. And there's kind of additional soft seating, like uh, oversized chairs and uh, stools. There's been a range in the corners and kind of along the walls uh, of this section as well. It does look like each piece has been nailed down uh, to secure it in place. A trip won't be uh, too long, so you can... Hang out in here and uh, do what you may. There's uh, a few books uh, to entertain yourselves with. We'll call you up once we hit uh, Galham.
2: I'm I'm sorry, but all four of us are supposed to share this room. Uh, I am quite used to having this space to myself. It's a bit of a tight fit. Uh, It is a short trip. I guess I can make do.
1: (laughs) Can I
0: see your ticket?
2: Yes, yes, here. And I'll dig through my oh, I have like three pouches,
1: like digging through. Here it is.
0: I uh here it is. Coach.
4: You're where you're supposed to be. Hmm.
1: Huh. <sighs> She's a delicate little flower.
4: Seems like Dandelion doesn't like the swallow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How long you been sitting on that one? <laughs> he had it ready.
3: You know, Dandelion, I've got just The thing to make better use of our space.
1: She can't fit on your lap.
3: You'll not even... (laughs) 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 You'll not even know that I'm here, I promise. Just give me about ten minutes. I need to concentrate. I need a couple things out of my pouch. He starts rustling around in his pouch, pulling out a little uh, piece of twine, uh, thread, like frayed thread. Um... Pulls out a couple little rocks, the maybe gems. One of them looks kind of bluish, greenish, um, and some more powder. Of course, throws the powder on the floor, makes a little poof.
0: A deck swabber immediately comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're very good at their jobs.
1: Stop creating a mess for these people. When you're when
0: you're a crew on the swallow, you gotta be ready to clean up it at moments' notice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Maybe a little contrary <laughs> shouldn't to the name not I thought messes were a lot more common on the spit.
1: <laughs> oh <okay. laughs> hey, those those the
0: crew at a glowing spit they're they're ruffians. they <laughs> You should see the state of their boat. It's it's disgusting. <laughs>
3: So Grundle starts to concentrate on Grimmy ritual leaves. Cast. He's
0: gone. He's gone.
4: He <laughs> just don't want to be responsible I, for anything else. Right?
3: I, don't
0: got ten minutes. I need to canonically stay alive until I get to a spiral. Okay, I gotta get out of here. <laughs>
3: So Grendel is going to start ritual casting Tenser's floating disc. So 10 minutes of concentration.
1: And then you're just going to sit on it?
3: And then he will, yes, climb up on it.
4: As you're doing that, I'm going to walk over and talk to you. <laughs> what are you doing, little fella? Hey, I'm talking to you. you. Know, Malik,
3: you can't disturb uh, a magic, uh, a magician.
4: You're You're a
3: magician? Of sorts, yes. What type of sword? This is a very important trick. I need lots of concentration, so just you'll have to wait about nine and a half more minutes.
4: How will I know when nine and a half minutes is up? Oh, you'll know. Trust me.
3: I'll throw another. I'll throw another poof, so you know.
1: <laughs> I pull Malik aside and I say, uh, "You and I, you, you and me, and the elf. Like maybe, just leave this guy on the ship."
4: I heard that. <laughs> Quiet, you're trying to concentrate. I
1: didn't sign up to babysit to earn my money. <laughs> he may yet prove useful. I
2: mean, do they not say when you're being chased by a bear, just make sure you have someone slower than you? Those little legs, he can't possibly go very fast.
1: How are we supposed to clean up the town with proofs and discs?
4: It's
3: very hard to concentrate if you keep insulting me.
4: I agree, Ravina. You and I are going to be, uh... Carrying this crew, I believe. Hope there's others. Excuse
1: me. Do not discount me yet. What do you do? What can you do? Are you a magic user?
3: Grundle cancels casting, reaches into his pouch, <laughs> pulls out some powder, and throws it at them. <laughs> and it poofs right at their feet. He resumes the ritual again from the beginning. A
0: dackon cleans up the poof.
1: They're just following him now. They're just at Grundle's side waiting for That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Little man, have you ever killed anything? Have you ever hunted a beast?
3: I'll tell you in nine and a half minutes.
1: I'll tell <laughs> you in nine and a half minutes.
0: Nine and a half minutes pass.
1: <laughs> Thank you, DM.
3: All right. Grundo climbs up on top of <laughs> the floating disc and says
1: I can't handle this
3: Look dandelion I I've created more space for us all to fit in here. I don't take up much space to begin with.
2: Can I push the disc?
3: Nope it huh. is immovable.
1: Can I fl- I'm gonna try and like, gonna try and flip it' and it's like I'm just pushing on it. <laughs> I sat down a while ago like nine and a half minutes ago and I, I just stay in my seat.
2: You are uh, a lot higher in the air now.
3: Three, three feet higher, actually.
1: Wow, hmm. that makes you like six feet. You're almost as tall as this elf over here. I mean, dandelion over here. I raised my eyebrow at you. You have one eyebrow?
2: No, I but I raise one at you. <laughs> <laughs> a unibrow.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: okay, I can't. All right, I'm <laughs> sorry.
4: Ravina, it does seem like they will draw attention. It could be to our advantage. The little one will go first, I'm sure. The one floating on the plate.
1: Yeah, maybe he's good with people. Not with us, but maybe he can talk his way out of situations.
4: We're all headed to Golham to rid the city of the Scourge. What what do you all bring to the table? Who am I going to be fighting with?
3: Well, I think I've already um, amply showed my talents. Yes, you have.
1: That's the, okay. I pat him on the head. I bring me and my bow. And your tail. My bow is yours. And my tail.
3: You're selling
4: yourself short.
1: What do you do, Malik?
4: I am a monster hunter. I am for hire.
1: I'm a mercenary as well.
4: Hmm. I can tell by the way you hold yourself, the weaponry you have. Glad to be your companion. And I look over uh, at Grendel again. You seem to have some value and over a dandelion, and you say you can do what things?
2: I know some healing. I do know some fighting spells. I also can change my form into other creatures, or uh, a starry constellation.
3: A starry constellation?
2: It's more of the stars come out of my skin and glow. In a, you in change your skins. Yeah. No, you're not well, listening Well, we need some me. healing.
1: I'm totally down with, with healers, uh, Dandelion. Uh, sorry we got off on the wrong foot. Definitely looks like you two are gonna need it. Uh, yeah, don't bother healing this. Uh, yeah, Nervin. I don't feel like he will be looking at Grendel in any kind of danger. Do you have any armor, little man?
3: Oh, I don't need it, trust me. I'm quite good at staying out of uh, danger. Mm. You'll see. hmm
4: These beasts that you can transform into. What's which types? Just so we don't accidentally say, put an arrow in your head.
2: You will know it's me, but uh, mainly forest
1: creatures. Nothing that can fly, nothing that can swim.
4: Nothing that can take down a another beast?
1: Ha, my favorite enemies are monstrosities. Oh sure, good question. Um
2: Challenge rating one half or lower.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: you know, Dandelion, if you ever wanted to fly, I, I could maybe make that happen for you.
1: Could you? I have not trained enough yet to be able to do that myself. Oh, you can do actual magic. You're not just an illusionist.
3: You know, magic is in the eye of the beholder, I've found. And it, it helps to uh have an illusion to help people behold the magic.
1: I think you're smarter than me. I can't keep up, but sure. Hmm. In the
0: in the in the corner, of this whole time uh, has been a little the deckhand, the swabber. He's kind of short. He's got shaggy brown hair. He's just kind of waiting with his mop, uh, watching Grundle. And you see he's like he's just ready. He's like, you know, hello, my my name's Jeff. Uh, I'm ready with my my mop. So, if you have any more poofs, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll swab them right up.
1: Hey, Jeff. Is that Jeff with a J or Jeff with a G?
0: A J, uh, of course. And a Y.
1: A Y? Yeah, like J Y E F F. Jeff.
0: Why what? Why is not a question, yes.
1: Why is there a Y in
0: your name? No, it's not. It's not pronounced Y. It's not J Y. J W H Y. It's J Y E F.
3: I'm not following much of any of this.
2: With a
1: G, it's G-off, obviously. No, I have done several Jeffs that spell it with a G. Are they elves? Not all of them. <laughs> is she actually Fae? Like, is she, is she one of my favorite enemies if she's a high elf? <laughs> she is a high elf. <laughs> well, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I might have played on that too much. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs>
0: So you can each settle in uh, for for the roughly six hour or so journey. What? We're not going to roleplay all six hours?
2: <laughs> I'm going to occasionally unwrap a candy and drop the wrapper just to see Jeff come over and clean it up.
0: Uh, it appears he only cleans up poofs, not trash. <laughs>
2: and then there's a
1: pile of trash by my feet. <laughs> so the trash
4: accumulates. Okay.
1: <laughs>
4: Jeff has standards.
1: <laughs> Jeff, you want to make some money with us?
4: You
0: have more poofs to clean up?
1: No, we just, uh, we got invited to clean up a town. Didn't know if you were looking for some adventure. We could use a poof cleaner. Jeff would die in
2: two seconds. Why are you trying to recruit him? He's obviously not cut out for this kind of work.
1: Grundle needs someone to clean up after him, obviously.
4: Yes, they'd be able to track us easily with the, Yeah, with all they these could just follow the, the poofs. The hook around. You're going to clean up Gulham?
1: That is the mission. Why? Do you know much about it?
0: we are there all the time we're always running cargo back and forth what's wrong with the city
4: we were going to ask you what is happening in Golham?
0: nothing as far as I know what, what have you heard
1: but but the fog and horn have you been in there apparently it's deplorable and despicable
0: overrun by ruffians I mean I mean there's the you know the occasional uh under- the-table gambling going on
1: there's no lawlessness and thuggery
0: the Baron's guards, they're they're everywhere They keep things pretty well in order
1: When was the last time
2: you were in the city?
0: Uh, Last week We had a run up to to Gulham
2: And you actually went into the city?
0: I I mean, I, I didn't, I was busy cleaning up Poofs, but, you know, some of the Other crew visited the inn In fact, first mate Chum Won pretty big playing demon dice
2: Have we been lured
1: under false Pretenses? It may appear that way
4: What's the Baron's name again, Jeff?
1: Is it Helfam?
4: Uh, no, no, I mean the
0: the Baron uh, Baron Wolfgang Gollum. I mean, the city's named after him.
2: Do you know a Helfam Lolgung?
1: Hmm, uh,
0: it's, it doesn't sound, no, no the, I'm sorry, the name's not familiar.
1: It's a trap.
4: Well, our job may be very easy then, if there's no issues.
1: I take my dagger out and just practice twirling it in my hand. I would have traveled in the squalor for nothing? This is not squalor. Where are you from? Much better places than this, I can assure you. This is coach. Exactly. You're not even that tall. You have plenty of leg room.
2: I'm quite
3: comfortable on my disc as well. It's
1: not... No.
2: mm, I, I can't talk to you.
3: Would you like a disc for yourself, Dandelion?
2: I don't think so.
0: I would... Jeff raises his hand. <laughs>
2: yes.
3: There's probably room up here with me, Jeff. I'll scooch over.
0: Sure. You'll get to hop up under your He said of your own, you. and
1: then he's like, I mean sharing. <laughs> I can't actually make two disks at the same time. <laughs> 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 Thank goodness
4: she refused. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been very uncomfortable.
3: <laughs> so um, Grundle, Grundle looks over to Jeff, pulls out a deck of cards. Can I interest you in picking one? Sure. Any card, really. Okay. No, not that one.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, which one do you want me to pick?
3: I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Grundle pulls the one from the far right, the very top of the deck. I choose this one. Excellent choice. Now put it in your pocket. Okay. Fits pretty good, doesn't it?
0: It's quite snug, yes.
3: I planned it that way. He puts his uh, deck back together and puts it in his pocket and kind of turns around and looks back at the rest of the group. So, who's excited?
4: I lean back, put my uh, feet up on a barrel, sort of lean back, take my flask out, take a few swigs. And the point of your, uh, your trickery? Well,
3: I just... I knew that a card would fit in his pocket. I'd been looking at his pocket for quite a while now, guessing the dimensions.
4: Yes. That is Can And you find this a valuable
3: creepy. thing. It's one of my skills. took years to develop.
2: What a waste of time. Oh my
4: Your other skills, do they take years also?
3: Some, some, uh, a whole decade.
1: Ravina's very impressed. You can tell by her enthusiastic...
3: Thank you, Ravina. Thank you, thank
0: you, thank you. (laughs) Jeff uh, does look impressed. He's like looking down (laughs) in his pocket, pulls the card out, puts it back in his pocket a couple times. He like stares at grundle's pockets i could never guess how big your pockets are how did you do that
3: it takes time practice
0: can you teach me
3: it would take years jeff i'm sorry i just don't have that kind of time i've got more tricks to learn
0: oh okay And he kind of gets off the disc and goes back to the corner where he left his mop and bucket
2: now look what you've done you have broken his little heart
3: i throw a poof at him (laughs)
0: <laughs> and he eagerly mops up the poof. And you do see, as he's doing so, a hint of a smile as he as he performs his duty.
4: <laughs> I'm going to rest. <laughs> <laughs> I lay back, close my eyes, pull my hood down over my eyes a little bit. Say, wake me when we get to go.
2: I pull a book out of one of my pouches and start reading it. <laughs>
0: And the the time passes kind of rather slowly. Uh, there's a, maybe a bit of a, a a stilted silence kind of only interrupted by Ravina's snores. <laughs> <laughs> but you do arrive in Golham on time. Uh, it, does seem, it doesn't take much longer than six hours to get there. Jeff will take you up, up deck uh, this time, and it seems that immediately the crew is set to work unloading the cargo. And you arrive in what looks like a, very, a rather sizable port uh there's there's about a dozen docks many of them filled with ships that are also in the process of either loading or unloading the city of the city of goham as i had described uh and each of you know it's surrounded by woods on three sides right the four side being the water side where where you currently are uh with the port and, and the docks and the rest of the city is like the on those other three sides is is walled off so you can You can kind of see where the edges of this wall kind of come in and they almost like loop around it's it's less of a you know a a square shape with only three sides but more of like a a horseshoe shape as they kind of come in closer to the to the port curving in as they kind of wrap around the perimeter of the city and yeah it's just just a a lot of activity here is midday so it seems that you know it's like the busiest time of of the the day as many people, all the dock hands, are, are quickly getting to work. Uh, you see many of the other ships have, um, the ones that are leaving, they also have like groupings of passengers boarding them to take the ship wherever the, the, the boat's destination would be. And uh, the gangplank kind of lowered back down as uh, large boxes are being lifted off, you see, you know, uh, first mate Chum is pulling up some rigging, tying off the boat to, to the dock so it's it's anchored.
4: When you look when you look around from the boat, do you see does everything look orderly then? There's no problems, so you don't don't see anything like ruffians running around or anything. It looks like a very orderly place. Yes, like it doesn't look lawless, like as if like but you do see a very
0: a very high presence of what looked like some type of guard ship
1: the Baron, we're assuming Baron's guards.
0: Yeah, and you see that each of them do have a, a crest.
1: Grundle, i
2: pull you aside a little bit and kind of whisper. That was a very nice disc. But if you tell the others I said so, I'll deny it.
3: You know, some of my best compliments have occurred this way. I appreciate it.
2: I pat you on the head again.
3: I, um, reach the sort of behind your uh, left elbow and produce a small flower from out of my sleeve.
1: Is it a dandelion?
3: I unfortunately don't have dandelions. Or <laughs> are <laughs> not in season. I'm desperately wishing that I had brought dandelions, but I did not bring any. Um, this, was, this was stuck to your arm. Uh, I, you can have it if you like.
2: I'll take it. Thank you. And I'll put it behind my ear.
3: Looks quite nice.
0: You see in the background, first mate Chum is kinda of watching this exchange. Uh-huh. <laughs> Goes back to rigging up the rope and tying off his knots. Mm-hmm. Shoulders slumped a little a little low, but he's
1: got all five fingers. What can he ask? He
0: does you? have all, all his fingers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pre war fingers. Anyway, is there a guy is anybody down there at the bottom of the gangplank that looks like they're waiting on the ship? To arrive, like we're looking for them right?
0: Looks like there's a group uh, of people kind of at the end of end of this dock. Um, you know, a mixture. Uh, uh, it's probably about two dozen people. It looks like they may be waiting to to board the Drowning Swallow once it's uh, ready to set sail again. So, no, I wouldn't say anybody like stands out.
4: Okay, nobody with a sign that says. Welcome, adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is nobody like that. Okay. There's no welcome then I'll crew. I'll just disembark and go down. Because uh, I believe the letter said... I, I believe the letter said he would meet us here at the docks. Does anyone know what this Heltham looks like?
1: I do not.
3: No, never met him.
1: I have no idea. Heltham? Hell Hellfam? Hell? Hel...
4: Walk over to the nearest person. Yeah. Yes, is there... Does someone here know a uh, help them? Uh, Sorry, i uh, never met him.
1: Oh, great. We've been duped.
4: Which way to the Fogginhorn Inn?
2: Should we not wait here a moment to see if he arrives?
4: Hmm. Yes, just asking.
1: Did our boat arrive on time?
0: Yeah, you, your boat was on time, and you do get kind of loose directions to uh, to the fog and Horn horning.
1: How long should we wait, Dandelion? That was long enough, I believe. Oh, okay. Enough for two deep breaths. We'll keep going. It seems the DM does not want us to linger here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you can stay here all day if you want. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Jeff. Have a good trip. I've reached down to the people getting on a boat. Watch out for Jeff. <laughs> Stay clear of Jeff. (laughs) I'll uh, start walking towards the and Horn. Okay, so you are going to the inn, alright. right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, to the hellish lawlessness that awaits us.
3: Grunald does some of his best work at inns and taverns, so he's excited. Oh,
0: jeez. As you uh, walk into the city limits of a it does seem that uh despite being such in such close proximity to a vast forest none of the buildings seem to be actually made out of wood they're all constructed of, of stone uh, by the looks of it streets are busy again it's like midday uh streets are very busy as people are bustling like everywhere you go you haven't you don't walk more than 50 60 feet without seeing some some type of guard presence here you don't see any signs of this kind of lawlessness, lawless nature of which was described in the letter. It does seem uh, like the general atmosphere is fairly upbeat as you're walking down uh, down the streets, and you can follow the loose directions until you eventually see the, the, the a big sign hanging over a door, the, uh, with the the fog and horn in.
3: Grundle would like to cast gust. It's a cantrip. And um, he's going to choose to create a um, harmless sensory effect using air. So he's going to cause uh, a gust of air to blow from behind us and rustle our clothing.
4: As we walk in the door.
3: Don't you love the feeling of wind at your back?
2: Actually, I'm There's like here pulling my hair up. out of my face. No, I don't. You know, ah, fixing
1: my hair. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> I love being bald.
4: I walk in the, in the door <laughs> of the inn.
1: I, I say that as uh, I walk. So what's, it, what's yeah. it
4: look like? Does it look like are there are people coming in and out or swinging, swinging doors like the Wild West? What's it look like?
0: Yeah, we got saloon doors? What is... There's No, there's no saloon doors. Uh, but it does look like there are a number of people coming in and out uh, of, the, of the main. It's a just a set of double doors. And again, it's like a, a stone, single-story building. There's... Clearly, like the the orange glow coming from the some of the windows that uh, line the walls, and as you walk in, it does seem the the place is uh, dimly lit by orange lanterns. Looks like they're kind of hung at intervals on the walls, uh, and a blazing fire is in the hearth despite it being midday. And you just see like a big pig stuck, like a pig on a roast pit, over this large fire being kind of slowly turned by by someone who looks like you know, assumedly the cook. Uh, you see kind of uh, the main feature of it is you walk in. It's almost like front and center. It's like this large rug. It looks like it's made from an owlbear. Owlbear fur. Kind of decorating the floor b- b- before this, this hearth. With a comfortable seating area with, with couches and lounge chairs. Kind of forming this restful, restful place uh, where it looks like some uh, older clientele maybe perch up. Couple rocking chairs back and forth. They got like mugs of ale already in their hand. Noses like red, right? And a kind of puffy face. Like clearly, like the, the, the staples of the fog and horn in, right? The, the, the regulars, the, the people that never leave, essentially. <laughs>
2: <laughs> As I walk indoor and see the pig and the owl bear, I'm gonna stop and put my hands to my face. What barbarians? Oh, it's awful. How could they do this?
3: I agree, Dandelion. Nobody's playing cards or dice or any sort of
2: game. No, like that. The, the animals! The owlbear! What a magnificent creature!
4: It's quite the trophy.
2: What? No! No! And I'll run over to it and I'll like pet its head. Oh, you poor beast.
3: I could make it seem like it's alive again. That would help.
2: That would just make a mockery of its sacrifice.
4: I shake my head and walk to the other side of the bar. Ravina, let's get a drink. Let these two cry over this animal.
1: This doesn't look that bad. It just looks like the bar back at home.
4: Is there a bartender? Yes. So
0: if you want a drink, you can approach kind of this long oaken bar that rests along the far wall directly opposite of the main door to what looked like some common common room. You see, there's like a... Mismatched furniture kind of decorates these common areas, for for like tables and chairs and where you would actually sit down and have a meal, uh, and uh, if you needed a, a hard surface.
1: When we get up to the bartender, I wanna ask. Uh, hey, uh, we'll we'll take we'll take two ales and uh, I got a question for you. You know a guy named Helfam, Helfam Lulgung?
0: Well, I can't say that I do, but I can certainly uh, get those drinks for you.
1: Yeah, get the get the drinks and here I'll show you I'll show you the name on paper here and I point to the name on the letter.
0: Nope. I mean being the port city we, we get plenty of visitors. We got a fairly sizable population, but three or four times that many people that live here are coming and going
4: on a weekly basis. Any uh recent issues, problems, ruffians?
1: Uh you know, deplorable, despicable lawlessness at this inn?
0: Some times the uh, you know fights break out and uh, someone gets mad over a game of cards or dice
4: these folks here and i look over at the old people sitting on the chair <laughs> they're break out into fights oh no many no, no. they look like they've seen way too many winners
0: hey don't speak ill of some of my best band customers it's only midday wait till the sun goes down
1: uh, Malik, uh, I think it's, something's up. Like, we've been lured here, or, uh. Smells fishy in here. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yes, I. I don't like being taken advantage of.
1: They hired two respectable mercenaries and two other people, and. You know.
4: I understand why we're here.
1: I feel duped.
4: I'm not sure, and I look over at those two rubbing on the, the bear and. I'm, I'm not sure why they're here. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Rubbing on the owl. Baby. You looking for work?
1: <laughs> uh, we, we had a job. Uh, to be honest with you, someone was complaining about this establishment. What? My place? Well, what are they saying? I'll quote the rest of the letter to you here, but like the fog and in horn inn is a den of deplorable actions and despicable patrons, quote unquote.
0: He kind of looks, you know, looks at his regulars. <laughs> well, you be the judge of, uh, of that.
1: I mean, it looks good to me. I mean,
0: is there they a back room?
1: B- beseeched us. <laughs> they said, "I beseech you to come to Golhem and clean up this city." Uh, and then the, the guy signs his name, Helfin. We don't even—no one even knows who he is. He said he'd be at the docks. He's not at the docks.
0: Like I said, we have our fair share of problem. I mean, there, there's. They call themselves the gang. I mean, they usually work down down by the docks. Uh, again, once the once the sun goes down, they're usually in here like clockwork. But most people know uh, to stay away from them, and they don't really bother them. They don't.
4: I mean, they're not stabbing people. Is there a uh, wizard or magician? And I look over at uh, Grundle. Not like that. A real magician in town. Someone who has magical abilities.
0: Hmm, well, uh, like I said, we get visitors from all walks of life, but, uh, I mean, the, the Baron's set is very powerful.
4: Hmm, maybe the Baron is the one who sent these notes. Someone used some kind of magic to get them to us. Maybe he's who we need me to talk to.
2: Yes. I'll walk over to the bar and catch the last part of that, and there's, like, a tear left on my cheek that sparkles like a star. So, we're off to see the Baron, then.
3: Grundle would like to cast Minor Illusion. And he's going to make a very slow, um, squeaking noise come from Malik's derriere.
4: <laughs> how does it sound? I, I, need, to, I need to know it's sort of exactly like
1: how
2: it uh, sounds. <laughs> oh, oh my. Oh. And I'll take two steps away.
1: Oh, Malik. I look immediately at Grundle, assuming That's it's very Grundle. very rude. Grandol.
4: Strange, I never never felt nothing when I've done that.
0: The door to the inn bursts open and Jeff appears. Did I hear a poof? <laughs> Mop in hand.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's our show. For more spar information visit encourageableparty.com where you can find all of our social media links, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. As well as our Patreon, our patrons get exclusive content like blooper reels and patron-only mini campaigns. Our theme music was created by Josh Jarvis. For any of your musical needs, you can contact him at jamesmercymusic@gmail.com. at gmail.com. All the rest of our sounds and music throughout our plays, provided by tabletopaudio.com. And of course, our show sponsor, Critical Hit Design. For your design needs, visit CriticalHitDesign.com. Happy adventuring. This has been a Sounds of Steel production.